Ultimately, whatever we do, it must bring value to the clients that we are working with, and it must accomplish the objectives that move the organization forward. And that's really what we're talking about. From Myriad Media, a show that explores the audience, business, and creative sides of developing video campaigns. I'm Jeremy Wingle, and on today's episode, we sit down with Will Feichter to discuss the importance of clearly identifying business objectives that lead to value-driven content creation. What's up, Will? How are you? I'm fantastic. It's been a good week here at Myriad Media. Cool. Last time we talked about creativity, which was a fun conversation. Today we're getting down to business. So today we're going to talk about how achieving business objectives is important to consider when you're creating content. So people come to us to achieve a business objective, right? We're doing primarily marketing work, so it's not just about creating something fun and cool and engaging just for the sake of artistic expression, but we're here to create a result or an outcome for their business. So how, how do we get into that? How do we start to uncover what those business objectives for our clients would be? I came across uh, an interesting quote from a, from a colleague, a guy by the name of Tim Leake, who is uh, the CMO at RPA Advertising in Santa Monica. Tim is just a, a, a fount of, of wi simple wisdom, and um, there, he put out a quote that I think speaks to this, and it goes like this, achieving business objectives is not the enemy of great creative ideas. It's the reason for it. And I think that encapsulates exactly what we're talking about. It, the, one, the one thing about Tim's quote is to say that it's, it is about business objectives, but business objectives are about higher things uh, still. You know, for us, before you have objectives, you have strategy. What's the overall strategy that you have for your marketing program? And not just the strategy for the marketing program, but what, what's the strategy for the organization at, at large? Where is it going? What's it trying to achieve? What are its weaknesses? What's going on in their environment? Um, that needs to be considered as we start to filter that down into the strategy for the project and, and again, certainly the objectives of the project. So it goes, it goes all the way to the most personal details of the company in terms of what they're trying to achieve and what their hopes and dreams are. So how do you, how do, you do that? How do you zoom out? How do, you get, how do we get clients or prospective clients to, to talk about what those bigger picture needs and wants are? Well, I think it, it begins with conversations with people at the higher um, decision-making ends of the company, whether that's a, a CMO or maybe even the executive team. I think that's one thing that we believe in absolutely here is that if you're going to be making strategic decisions that affect the organization, you need the people who are responsible for creating those strategies to be a part of that conversation. That doesn't necessarily mean that the president has to be in, of the company has to be involved in a, a tactical video project, but at some point, we're gonna wanna understand what that person thinks about and what they value. I think it's also simple things like doing research on the mission, vision, and values of the company. You know, what do the, what do the employees think about this place? What do the customers think uh, of the products? We have to also understand what the, the marketplace dynamics are like as well. Like, these are things that if we can understand, can directly reinforce and empower to a much greater, much greater degree the creative solution that we after it. I'm curious to think 
and to ask you about what what happens if we don't do that? What happens if we skip over um, understanding the the business reasons and the strategy behind that project? And, and oftentimes, marketing teams are tasked with just getting it done. So what is the risk of, of approaching a project in that way of just getting it done? I think you're going to, the odds are that you're going to end up producing a piece of work that doesn't feel and fit uh, like a hand in glove with regard to what the organization is trying to achieve and it might end up being money poorly spent, it might be money that is spent that actually leads to an opposite reaction for the person who might be buying your product, you might be sending a mixed signal. I mean ultimately what we want to do when we create work for people is we want to make sure that it looks like and feels like a natural extension of every aspect of the organization as best it can. So it goes all the way again down to the values of the organization. Who are these people? What is their style? What is the tone? What is it? What do they, how do they represent themselves? If we don't know that and we're producing work that doesn't embody that, like that's just a mixed signal and mixed signals confuse people. Yeah, for sure. I think the, I think the companies that we are working with and, and want to work with, they are aware of this, but sometimes when it comes down to actually putting it into their marketing materials or creating a video project, sometimes it's forgotten. Sometimes it's, it's glanced over or taken for granted. So I think, I think it's really important that they specifically look for ways to embed those traits and that mission and those values in their work in order to be authentic to who they are and also authentic to the impact they want to have on, on their clients. Steve Jobs speaks to this notion um, in some of his, his thoughts and for him marketing is about values. You want to, to work with and buy from and follow and support and spread the word of people that you believe in and you tend to believe in the people that you share values with. If we don't understand what the organizational values are of a company, we can't imbue that into their marketing program. So one of the first things I wanna know when I'm sitting down talking to a, to, a, to a client and the organization is what drives them and what guides them because we can, we can use that um, in, in, in not, not fake ways, but in meaningful ways that people really connect to. Yeah, absolutely. And, and more, now more than ever, we have to be that strategic and specific and targeted by what we're putting out there because we're in a much different climate than we were 15 years ago in terms of what's out there and the competition for our attention at a moment-by-moment -moment daily struggle of, of where to put our attention. We're constantly being bombarded with messages. Um, whether it's direct messages from our friends and family and coworkers, or, or online from Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, our attention is extremely valuable, but it's extremely fragmented. So if we're not specific in how we reach out to people and how we get the message of the brands that we work with in front of people and resonating with people, it's not going to work. Yeah. I think the other sort of roadblock that we run up against with folks that we talk to is they have an idea of what their, their values, their mission are. They have an idea of what they, they think the value proposition of their product is, but they, they try to put it all in one piece of communication. Having someone who is a third party, objective outsider 
start to vet and look at your situation is extremely helpful and that and that's where we typically come into the mix and I think even if you know it and you have it down it's always good to run it by someone else who might see from an outside perspective something that you're missing. I totally agree and having been a client I understand the need to move quickly. What is some of the decision making behind moving so quickly? I think it is pressure from above. Um, I think it is not having time to develop dialogue with experts in the field because they're so and that's an outside expert, as we talked about a second ago. A lot of times you don't even want to talk to somebody in that position until you have the problem. And um, you know, one thing that, that, that we like to do here at Myriad is to have non-pressure-filled conversations um, with our clients about where they want to take their organizations, what their own personal hopes and dreams are over uh, a, a period of a couple, three years. So we can really understand what we need to be doing and thinking about and innovating around uh, over that period. So we're not slamming on the brakes just for effect. We're, we're doing it because I think in the long run it's going to be more beneficial. It's going to help to achieve those long-term goals rather than be just a quick short-term hit. Yeah, and, and that's not to say that it's, it's easy. We certainly face our own situations where we need to move quickly, but keep your eyes on a, on a longer horizon. Make sure that you stay true to your strategy and are quick to iterate on tactics. We're kind of, we're, but we're reverse engineering the strategy a little bit. We're, we're starting high up and then zooming in a little bit more to, okay, we, we see your long-term vision now, but now we're gonna kind of get to what are some road, you know, some road markers along the way. How are we gonna start to get a little bit further along and then a little bit further along and then a little bit further along until suddenly you look back and everything that you wanted to achieve has happened. Rough guess on the amount of time required to reach an understanding of these various points of discussion that we've talked about with clients. In an initial conversation, the first 25 minutes of talking to a client, if we're approaching the conversation with the right mindset, we can start to uncover, at least at a surface level, what some of the big goals, ambitions, um, wants of both that person we're talking to and the company um, at large. And that is a great place to start. It can at least send us down the right path of what sorts of things we need to be doing to get there. So that's just an initial conversation, of course, um, in order to get deeper into that a strategic diagnostic phase is, is always helpful to really start to uncover the depth of who is that audience, um, what are they looking for, where are they hanging out, what's going to motivate them, what's going to resonate with them. And I know we're going to have an upcoming podcast episode that specifically focuses on the audience, so don't want to give away too many spoilers on that. But having that deep understanding of the audience is a wonderful place to start. And then it, it just starts to come down to where does that video fit into the bigger picture? Where is that video leading people? What feeling is that invoking in them? What action is that inspiring? Where, where do we want them to go next? Absolutely. I mean, what, what, is, the, what is the practical payoff of that technically? Um, what's the conversion point of that video? Yeah, and one thing I will say is because what we do is so case by case and, and is such a customized service, 
that it really depends a lot on what our clients come to the table with as well. Clients who come to the table with, with some with brand guidelines and personas built and market research and focus groups and, and things like that that they've already done, we're getting started that much more quickly because we, we have more to go on. Yeah, so we're not, gonna, we're not looking to say, look, we're going to go run all these focus groups for you uh, about your business strategy. Um, we're not going to try to formulate your business strategy for you. We just want to understand it. So if you have arrived at that, we want to know how you got there. Yeah, and, and synthesizing it down from an overall brand or overall marketing strategy to how this video fits in, how this video strategy specifically is answering that call and is considering everything that needs to be considered and is specific and is targeted and is not trying to accomplish too many things all at one time. I think that that is is such a key, especially in the environment that we're in these days where things come to us in quick hits. You need to think about landing fresh content at targeted times in an ongoing, consistent manner. It's not the old days of you have your one 30-second, 60-second spot and you, you know, focus all of your energy on that one lasting piece. It's something that has to keep continuing to go on and, and start a dialogue with your target audience. And you need to listen to your target audience. You need to hear what they're saying and you need to create your next piece of content based on what you're hearing. Is this choice gonna work for the specific person in mind? Is it achieving the strategic goals? And I think that's just the through line back down to, to, to objectives and, and that's where, where I think maybe we could kind of close this up is go back to, to Tim's quote uh, again, which is achieving business objectives is not the enemy of creative ideas, it's the reason for it. So when you combine the notion of objectives, and that's just the straight down from strategy, what you need to do to follow through on the strategy, why do you think that those two creative and objectives are, are harmonious with each other and they should be? I mean, I think one is in service to the other. I think, I think you have to measure the creative against its ability to, in this context, its ability to achieve the objectives and to reach and resonate the audience, to inspire the action that we're trying to inspire um, with that piece. I, th I think they, they're certainly harmonious. They kind of tie everyone to a purpose. One thing that's really interesting about these, the notion of how these things work together with a positive tension is that we know that creativity needs boundaries. You know, a lot of creative people may not like to hear that, but invariably when you understand that there is this box that we have to work in, your mind goes to work to try to figure out how to get out of that box. Uh, and, to, and, and to me, that's the magic of coming up with a really, really innovative, interesting, clever solution that delivers that value that the client wants so much. What we've found is allowing that creative brainstorming to happen where the idea doesn't fit in the box right off, right on the first page, but you, you figure out sometimes how to reframe the idea or how to approach the idea from another, another vantage point to put it in place where it, it is fitting in the box. And we've certainly challenged our clients to expand the box at times that, that they've come to the table with. And we always want to be providing um, creative solutions that are bold 
and inspiring and push the boundaries and, and push, push the brand that we're working with to grow. The box today might be a little bit smaller than the box tomorrow, so we want to get you to tomorrow's box too. We're going to push you on that. If we're always learning and we're challenging each other as a creative coworker, for lack of a better word, to our clients, we're going to learn and we're going to gain information that we're going to file away uh, in our head and we're going to be able to bring those back at some point in the future. We might also offer them up for this particular project. But ultimately, whatever we do, it must bring value to the clients that we are working with and it must accomplish the objectives that move the organization forward. And that's really what we're talking about. This is one of my favorite Peter Drucker quotes and this speaks to how we work with our clients to uncover their goals and objectives. He says, my greatest strength as a consultant is to be ignorant and ask a few questions. That's gold. We just have to approach a conversation not anticipating what the answer might be or not putting words in the mouths of our clients. We need to go in with an open mind and ask questions that are insightful, a few questions, and then shut up and listen. Well, Jeremy, this has been a lot of fun talking with you today. Yeah, let's do it again soon. We've got lots of good content coming, lots of good insight that we want to share. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening. If you have any questions or topics you think we should cover, hit us up. Drop us a line on myriadmedia.net or at myriadmedia on all of your favorite social media platforms. We'll be back soon with more ways videos can help boost your brand's marketing impact.